I was rhyming, not backyard game plan. Watch a snoop, anxiously you're waiting for my chance, man. Hiding cocky with it, cause I know that I am, man. I'm going down in history like American bandstand. I stay fresh to death like the neighborhood dope man. I stay on the top, cause I keep coming with dope man. You steady watching, stealing, but there ain't no hope, man. You dealing with something bigger than the U.S. open. Oh, it ain't no joke, man. Fresh like fat laces and duke and rope I keep on smoking. Young, but I'm ready, so that means I'm stroking. Yeah, they pet me nowadays, girl, the dog is smoking. <laughs> Addicted to it, JD, say I got it bad. 18, nigga, make it more than your dad, see? They think they doing it, but I'ma outdo them. If you know somebody like that, pull up and say to them. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Just like me, you ain't got it, you ain't got it. You don't keep it thuggy like I keep it thuggy, little buddy. You ain't fresh as I'm in. You ain't big, big whipping, you ain't steady, tip, tipping. No girl kicking, homie, you ain't fresh as I'm in. You can't. I hate to, I hate to turn it off because I was vibing, but that's a dope song. Fresh as I'm is, it's possibly, possibly one of Lil Bow Wow's greatest hits. God damn, I know Bow Wow had hits like that. Yeah, I, I believe the rumor was that T.I. Ghost wrote that song. I believe it. You could hear it in the cadence it, a little bit. Yep. It did sound like that sort of era of T.I. It uh, it sounded like, uh, fuck, what was like this album? Urban Legend. Urban Legend, thank you. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Lil Bow Wow. That's our boy. T.I. T.I., that's our mans. Uh-huh. What did T.I. and Lil Bow Wow have in common? Well, around the mid-2000s era, they both started... 2005, 2006. Right around that time, they both starred in movies about roller skating. 2005, Roll Bounce. 2006, ATL. ATL. And it's said on IMDb that T.I. was originally tapped to play the lead role in in Roll Bounce. I like to believe he read the script for ATL and went, yeah, I'm going to pick the good one. I'm going to (laughs) go... I'm going to pick the good movie. I'm going to pick the good movie. Uh, I'm going to get to work with Keith David. Hello. I am Keith David. Who wouldn't want to work with Keith David? Keith David and Bodie. <laughs> that's your, that's, that's your me. alter ego. I'm Davis. I'm Chance. We almost forgot to introduce ourselves. Yeah. This is Pop Fast and Pop Furious. It's uh, uh, he's Keith David. I'm Chance the um, rapper. Yep. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't make them dead chicken sound. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a strangling a parakeet. <laughs> Oh shit, Honeydew showed up? <laughs> Chance Honeydew is my little brother. Jeremiah and Chance Honeydew. Um, because this is our run up to Tokyo Drifts. Yes. We're right between two fast movies. Yes, sir. We bookended, bookended with fast movies. We watched a little Lucas Black uh, last week, Crazy in Alabama. So naturally now we uh, bookend it with a, a little, little Bow Wow. A little Twinkie. Little, twink, a little Twinkie. Our little Twinkie. And I mentioned last week that Lucas Black and Paul Walker were both child stars. Lil Bow Wow, also child star. Yeah. Hence, hence the name of Lil Bow Wow. And now, and just in this film, just Bow Wow. Just Bow Wow by this point. Got rid of the Lil. He was like. He didn't even graduate to medium Bow Wow. Because I no. would say he was medium Bow Wow. He was this. definitely medium Bow Wow. I, uh-huh. I didn't think that seeing him in this, I didn't think he deserved the respect of just of, Bow Wow. Of full Bow Wow. Yeah, no, he hadn't no. graduated to that point. He and was especially a medium not Bow-Wow. big Bow Wow. No, definitely not. <laughs> At some medium point, Bow-Wow. he'll become big Bow Wow. Uh, he eats a shitload. Right. He got like free McDonald's for life. He uh-huh. really chowed down on it, and he became Big Bow Wow. Right, like when you eat too much of the Wimpy Burger or whatever in uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and CJ gets Ex- real fat. Exactly. Yeah. So then he, would, then he would become Big Bow Wow. And Big Bow Wow sounds like a like a boss fight that Mario would have. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, I'm Big Bow Wow. <laughs> Bowser took the day off. What was the name of the big uh, the monster on the chain? The big ball. Oh, Chomp. Chomp. Okay. Yeah. Big Chomp. Well, Big Bow Wow would be his... Big Chomp. Red brother. He would be a red ball. <laughs> red ball. Big Bow Wow. Why would he be red? Bow Wow's not Indian. What? Why would Chomp be red? He's a red bone. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Roll Bounce. We roll bounced our way back to the 70s with this one. 1978, in fact. Although it definitely feels tonally confused if it's a 70s a little bit, or... Especially during the end credits when they're all skating to a song where Fabulous starts yes. rapping. And it's a lot of the dialogue. Holla back, I mean, ooh, ooh. A lot of the dialogue feels misplaced. He's uh, like, I was tripping. I'm pretty sure they didn't say I was tripping in maybe, the 70s. I don't know. Did you grow up in the 70s black neighborhoods of 
wherever they were, Georgia? Nah, I could ask my mom, though. Uh, she did. Um, growing up, light meatloaf on fire. <laughs> light meatloaf's on fire. Uh-huh. You know, fucking... Where did, I, where did this take place? They mentioned... It's definitely in the South. It's in the South. Journey um, Smollett mentions going to Atlanta with her father at one point. It's maybe like an outskirt of Georgia. That's a, Yeah, that's maybe. what I was thinking. It's Sweetwater. So well, this, hang on, this HBO thing says Chicago. Oh, no, it is, because he's like, we're from the South Side. Right. And they're constantly wearing Chicago shit. Yeah, they're uh-huh. in Chicago. Oh, then why were we... You're saying this like it was obvious, and I just, I wasn't It is attention. now that okay. I think about it. it the South Side of the Shot, it's the same, same you know, area as Kanye. You know, because I was just like, man, what a wonderful idea for a film it would be if this really dope skater had to decide to grow up or follow his skate dreams, and his little brother started dealing drugs for Big Boy, Mm -hmm. and his little brother got shot, but then he went on to win the skate championships. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what a great film that would be. And I remembered, oh yeah, that's ATL. That would be ATL, and there would be a woman named, a love interest named Nunu. Nunu. She always had the newest stuff. And she uh, she dated, she's only dated rappers, but Uh one of them, she dated Lil Wayne. And I immediately immediately became unattracted to her. Oh. Because I looked her up and I'm like, this chick could have been Megan Good. Uh Uh-huh. That pussy got like purple aids. (laughs) Um, I worked with Lil Wayne once. I didn't enjoy my time with it. I fucking... Mm-mm. If you have compilations with Lil Wayne, I don't like you. Okay. It's a personal thing. You got a personal vendetta against Wheezy? I got Weezy? a personal vendetta against Wheezy. Okay. He was a fucking piece of shit to work with. I'll be sure to let him know. Good. Let him know. Wheezy's not gonna... He's not gonna take it Take it well. What's he gonna do? Come to goddamn Frederick, Maryland and fucking shoot me? I remember someone saying that he was in Frederick at one point. Good. Come shoot me, dog. I feel like that was one of those rumors where it was... But they were like, oh, Lil Wayne, you could see it in one of his tour documentaries on YouTube... He's at the TGI Fridays in Frederick. It's not like DMX showing up at the, the Rofo DMX in Frederick. DMX showed up at a Rofo, and I remember someone once said T.I. was at the Walmart. I don't believe that one for a second. I, I don't, I don't believe I the T.I. I swear there's a picture of him. T.I. showed up at the Walmart. I feel like if T.I. was at our Walmart... Before it was even a super center, just a regular Walmart. Just regular, before yeah. they supersized yeah, it. Yeah, before they, before they turned it into the large Bow Wow of stores. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have known about that. I'm a um, TI fanatic. Well, this is when you were on the left coast. Oh, this is I was all right. Yeah. I was in California. Yeah, my buddy Kevin worked with TI. Oh yeah, says he's the nicest guy in the world. Hey, did he call him Potna? Uh, no. Oh wait, did TI call, call Kevin? Yes, Patna? yes, he did. Kevin, of course, was and on the show. Kevin, yeah, was in our Saving Private, Private Ryan episode and passed him a blunt. So, T.I. passed him Yeah, blunt, so Kevin was, like, Patna? holding a boom uh-huh. and, like, smoking a blunt. He said, I did, like, Patna. Hold this. While T.I. was, like, doing an interview for a documentary he worked on. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Was this T.I. when he was doing documentaries to try and stay out of prison to rehabilitate his public image? Yes. And also uh, when, okay. like, him and uh, Tiny were, like, going through their divorce. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they, well, they have a rocky relationship. They do. But, yeah, apparently T.I., very awesome to work with. Good guy. And he defends his wife's honor against Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Threatens to fist fight a heavyweight champ, light heavy... And he landed... Middleweight. Middleweight? He's heavyweight and middleweight. He's done both, yeah. Okay. Well, fight him in the middle of the street in Vegas. And, yeah, and honestly, landed some fucking blows on him. Good for you, T.I. He's a little scrapper. A little 10-inch player. T.I. took on... That's what T.I.P. stands for. A goddamn championship boxer. 10-inch player. Yeah. He, let me tell you, he gave him all 10 inches. Mm-hmm. All 10 inches of that Shit, hard pipe. Shit, May giving him 12. All 12 inches of that <laughs> hard pipe. Roll bouncer. Chicago. I never would have gathered that from, like, I don't remember seeing on the shirt Chicago. I, having like, to think just about it. just because I wasn't paying attention to yeah. the, the Several costumes. of the kids wore Chicago shirts. Uh, then, yeah. I just, I wouldn't have guessed from, like, the setting or any of that. I don't know. Maybe they should have thrown Common in there or something. Yeah. Common would have fit in well. Who would Common have played in this film? Probably the uh, DJ guy. Instead of Wayne Brady? Yeah. Comment at the end. Which, Wayne Brady, I feel like, underutilized, so... Yeah, he doesn't show up till the end. I was you waiting really... the whole time for Wayne Brady. I feel like you could have just had Common do that. Yeah. Or, fuck, or the father ha- role. have Common play Sweetness. Well, I think he's a little old for Sweet... Sweet... Yeah, Sweetness. 2005? Sweetness? Yeah, 2005? He's supposed Common? to be, like, Bow Wow's age, maybe a couple of years older. You put a fro on... That guy looked like he was 35, so, I mean, <laughs> you know, you put on a fucking fro on Common... <laughs> 
At least we would have known who the fuck he was. Like, the actor. If they were to go that route to cast a Chicago rapper as Sweetness, then they should have done, like, Lupe Fiasco at the time or something. That would have been awesome. If Lupe rolled in. Hey, at least we would have known who he was, and when he rubbed his pussy fingers on a A six-year-old's fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, when you went to the bathroom, a little girl was skating with Nick Cannon, Uh and you could tell the actress was just, like, enamored by, like, Nick Nick Cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Mm. It was very, it was a sweet. This guy was in Drumline. It was sweet. Mr. Wild Out himself. Yeah. Wild Out, Mr. Mariah Carey fucker himself. Mm -hmm. Not no more. No, they divorced. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. And now I'm fucking Mariah Carey. It's true, guys. Me, 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 and me, me. Breaking here. Breaking news. David Bowden. Is fucking the star glitter. He said that this year he wanted to fuck one woman, and, and guess what? It, it ended up, up being Mariah, Mariah Carey. Yep. She got a new baby on the way. It's I'm an so baby. Into you, something, something. Oh, I didn't realize Mariah was here. Yep. Well, no, it's actually a little Chinese girl from Rush Hour singing the Mariah Carey song from that scene. So it makes more sense. And then the guy shows up, and they go, "Is there a problem, officer?" And he goes, "No problem, just Rush Hour." And then he shoots him to death. <laughs> Man. Cops. I could, I'd probably them. do the whole script of Rush Hour if you gave me an hour and a half. Alright. Do you want me to? Only if we can do another episode. My, my, where... daddy, my daddy once caught a bullet. <laughs> only That's if, my Jackie Chan impression. Only if you give me another and a half to do the Raiders of the Lost Ark script. Oh, I script. thought you were going to say the Rush Hour 2 script. <laughs> Alright, I would... I need like a week, but I uh-huh. could probably do it. The Rush Hour 2, you gotta yeah. get memorized down pat. I'd have to watch it like repeatedly. I like Snoopy. Because the girl has a Snoopy tattoo in their spine. I used to watch Rush Hour all the time. Rush Hour is fantastic. Lee! Carter! Lee! It sounds, it sounds a little bit too much like Arnold. Carter! Yeah, no, no. your uh, fucking Chris Tucker impression oh, yeah. was amazing. Lee! <laughs> That's Spot it. Spot on. That's all I can do. Wipe yourself off. You dead. Rest never in, touch a Batman radio. Rest in peace to Chris Penn. Chris Penn should have been in Roll Bounce. Imagine Chris Penn shows up, shirt popped open, hamburger meat hanging out. Imagine Sean Penn rolls Sean, up. Uh-huh. He rolls up. The streets are flooded. He's in a boat. He's, He's in blackface. Wielding a shotgun. Sean Penn's in blackface. <laughs> I thought it'd be cool to try out a new Soul Brother look. <laughs> That's my Sean Penn impression. That's good. Thank you. Uh, actually, I did read in the, this is another IMDb trivia bit, that Ten percent of this film's profits, or something, went to Hurricane Katrina relief. That's actually awesome. Yeah, that gives me a little bit more respect for this. That may bump it up a point five. Oh yeah. Well, this was directed by Malcolm D. Lee, who is Spike Lee's cousin, I believe. And so Spike Lee, and most recently did Girls Trip and Night School. Mm, yeah, all right, but Girls Trip. Well, you said most recently he did. So most recently, technically, mm-hmm. he did Night. Night, Nobody liked Night, night Trip, Girls School, whatever. Girls School. Girls School. <laughs> I girls you up. Was... I got you. I bugged you bunnied you. you. I bugged bunnied you. You did it, dude. Call... Rabbit season. Duck season. Man, Rabbit season. Bun for my ass. Yeah. I am season. white like Elmer Fudd's. Mm-hmm. Uh, girls Trip, I thought, was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. It was zany. I think we talked about this actually on an episode. We might have. A little slow, but it it's good, man. Yeah. My mom Mal- came in, fucking lost her I, shit during that film. I gotta say, between that and this, Malcolm D. Lee has a little bit of a problem with run times, and should probably cut about yes. 20 minutes out of his He films. needs an editor that's like, dog, yeah. let's get rid of this shit. Like, look, the scene where Mike Epps and Charlie Murphy are improvising in the middle of the street. Keep that going. Golden. Let him roll for Let another Let that go for another minutes. 30 minutes. Right, yeah. But we could probably cut out... Uh, I don't know, like half the stuff where Bow Wow is like crying or whatever. His dad going on dates uh-huh. and whatever. Like we knew he was going to hook up with Tor- Tori's mom. <laughs> Let's just fucking get to it. <laughs> what was that? You had a demon come out of you right there. Man, I got This motherfucker got out, demons boy. inside him, boy. You need to exercise them demons. Uh, get them out. Oh, let the spirits come out. What if Rick Ross was an exorcist? <laughs> oh, oh. I heard you had a demon inside. That almost sounds like my Ving Rhames. <laughs> Ving Rhames here? What if Ving Rhames was an exorcist? Okay, there we oh, go. Oh, I would lose my shit. I heard you had an, a demon inside you. I'd be pretending to be possessed. I'm going to say some incantations, bring that demon out, and I'm going to get medieval on his ass. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm Ving Rhames. <laughs> Unfortunately, they offered the role of Bow Wow's father to me in this film, but I had to turn it down at the time because I was working on Mission Impossible 3 with J.J. Abrams filming in Rome. 
Can I just tell you your best work? Mission Impossible 2. Mission Impossible 2. When the punk put a hole in my Versace. Versace. And I had to get medieval on his ass. And he did. Bust out a grenade launcher. Let me tell you, I like that in the latest ones, they let me get back to my roots. Hacking. Working with wires. <laughs> getting inside the guts of a computer. Uh, just... Just becoming a real black hat. Now, would you say on those computers, were you getting medieval on their ass? Well, no, because we are introduced to the 21st century, so I was getting times neo-Roman on their ass. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I don't know if you heard it, but Chance is sitting on one of those, like, workout plastic balls, the inflatable ones, and he farted and it went... (laughs) I was laughing so hard. Oh, somebody stepped on a duck. The demon came out <laughs> the of demon. me. The demon I, got scared. I got, I got medieval on that demon's ass. <laughs> scared him out of you. Right into that ball. I trapped him inside the inflatable ball. <laughs> it's like sort a ghost like, trap from Ghostbusters. Uh-huh, sort of like James Cameron's sphere. <laughs> did he do sphere? Who did sphere? <laughs> it came out like the same time as the abyss. I can't remember. <laughs> Sphere. Who directed Sphere? I don't know. You S- all the fuck. Sphere movie. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. Sphere is a 1998 movie directed by Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson? Of all motherfuckers. Baltimore's favorite son, Barry Levinson. Director of Diner. <laughs> fucking dude. Ooh, I fucking cried. 1998. And when did The Abyss come out? Probably around the same 96, time. 96, 98, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, my fucking... Gym. 1989? That was god. way off. <laughs> Why did I think The Abyss came out in the, like, mil- nine mil- Yo, because I'll tell you right now... Titanic was 97. James T2 Cameron... T2 in 92. James Cameron makes movies that look like they're 10 years ahead of well, their T2 time. T2 was 91. He did, he did. You know what? He does. You know what? T2 was be- 91? Yeah, I believe so. 93. No, 92. Mm, maybe 92. 91? Really? Mm. That's fucked True up. True Lies, 94. Can can I just explain? I grew up on T2. Mm-hmm. I was like three years old, dude. Like, mm-hmm. growing up on that movie. That is way Falling too violent. Falling down the stairs. Do I look like the All Terminator? Right, I told you, yeah. yeah. Dude, way too violent of a film for me to be... Okay, my like rotation was Last Crusade, T2, and Batman 89. Mm-hmm. Those are three films not meant for like two and three mm-hmm. year olds. You should have been watching stuff like Roll Bounce. <laughs> Roll Bounce, basically the best way I can describe Roll Bounce is it's like the black version of The Sandlot. This movie sucked. I liked it. You thought it sucked? I... It was enjoyable. I, I found it... It had moments. It had yeah. very emotional moments that hooked me. The whole, like, the mom scene. Okay, Lil Bow Wow's mother, sorry, normal, let's, medium Let's Bow break wow. through the, the, the story of Roll okay, Bounce. Okay, you got a small crew. It's medium, normal Bow Wow. Yes. It's Brandon T. Jackson, who we last saw, or you'll, we'll, we'll see in a couple weeks in Fast 4, racing against Toretto and O'Connor. Yes. It's the guy from old school who beer bongs with Will Ferrell. Yeah, Frank the Tank. Uh, it's a guy nobody's ever heard of. It's Zero from Holes, and also he was in Friday Night After Next. Friday Light Nights After Next. Friday Lights After Next. Friday Lights After Next that you saw. Right. And also Journey Smollett. From, from Friday, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights after Seasons next, the TV show series. Three, four, and five, or four, four and five? Four and five, I think. Four and East five. Dillon Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she's the sister of Jussie Smollett, who, of course, faked a MAGA attack. That was him? That was him, yeah. It's a whole, they're an acting family. There's It's the Smollett's. Oh, okay. I recognize the Smollett last name. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was her brother yeah, that was yeah. in trouble right now. It's, uh, yeah, He's a, on uh, dynasty. the Empire. Empire, yeah. Well, apparently he got wrote out of that. Well, he was on Empire. the MAGA attack. Or who knows? Maybe he didn't. Do you trust the police? I sure as hell don't. I don't trust police. I also don't trust MAGA motherfuckers. Mm Mm-hmm. I say them white motherfuckers can suck these balls. These fucking MAGA motherfuckers never did shit for me. Fuck them. Yeah, dude. Seriously, fuck Fuck them. Fuck you and your MAGA. All y'all motherfuckers do run over some poor defenseless fucking Mm -hmm. woman. MAGGOT. MAGGOT. More MAGGOTs. Yeah, you bunch of MAGGOT motherfuckers. (laughs) Nailed it. Mm. So they're 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 a little skate team, and unfortunately, the opening scene we see him skating, and uh, DMC from Run DMC, Daryl McDaniel's is the DJ, and you thought he was Terry Crews for a second for some reason. He just he had the smile. He had a Terry Crews like energy yeah. about him, 
and so they're all roller skating, and then it turns out this is uh, the sweet, no, not the sweet, the south side. South uh, side, yeah, uh, which gets rink. shot down. It gets shut down, and then little Bow Wow, medium normal Bow Wow, goes home to his family, and it's his dead mom, who's a ghost. It's Shy McBride, who last worked with Malcolm D. Lee before this, an undercover brother as the chief. And now he's medium Bow Wow's father. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a little sister who wears an Afro wig and sunglasses. And his name is X. So I like to believe he was named after XXX Tentacion. His name was Xavier. <laughs> they call him X. Xavier. Did you save it? Is it saved? Uh, sorry, folks. Technical difficulties. I literally want to kill myself. What a pain in the ass. Uh, we got it. the demon came out of chance, got in the computer. Man, demon didn't get out of me. Demon came out of Kyle Darling, who I bought a bad video card off of that lasted all of like a fucking year, and is now shit in the bed. No wonder he wanted to sell it to me for so cheap. Goddamn electronics demon, dude. I'm gonna take a shit on it. I'm gonna mail it back to him. <laughs> and Eating I'm your going, computer from the inside. Yo, I got a big surprise for you. It's just that old Open fucking up. video card you sent me, covered in my own fucking fecal matters. Open up. Sending people doo-doo through the mail. Knock, knock. Let the devil in. <laughs> the devil is a big old pile of dookie. Oh, man. Roll bounce. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about last. I will say this. I thought that you were surprised. You you think that roll, roll bounce was decent. I think that roll bounce sucked. This is like the one of the first ones we're really split on then because... I, I enjoyed it for the most part to a degree. There's moments I'm not gonna that say I, I loved it or anything. I I would argue there are moments that I liked. Uh huh. Um, such as like him talking to his dad about losing his mom. I thought that was really powerful. Maybe it's just because like this is the eve of the anniversary of my grandma passing. Uh huh. And like that shit's emotional. Uh huh. But like I don't know that shit resonated with me. But I feel like the rest of the film lacked any fucking direction. Like like we brought up. The most enjoyable parts were just the boys hanging out and being boys. Yeah, that's what I liked about it was the slice of life stuff, the sort of the, the baby boy stuff, sort of the baby boy, baby roll bounce stuff. Baby roll bounce. I don't know. What are you doing right now? Um, to narrate to the folks what you're doing onto your computer. I'm setting onto my computers so that it just never goes to sleep. Never. Tell, never sleep. Oh, literally. Sleep is the cousin of death. It is, man. Sleep is the cousin of death. This computer. You know what? It's a good computer. All the other parts are good. Apparently, this goddamn uh, AMD Sapphire card is fucking booty cop bullshit. I don't like mm-hmm. it. It can go to hell. This is yeah. why I don't trust technology. And I will never, ever upgrade to the 21st Dimension. Fuck it, dude. 21st Dimension I'm sucks. still rolling standard def DVDs, VHS tapes. You own some You own some Criterion Blu-rays. I'm still rolling Laserdiscs, Betamax. You do have an amazing Laserdisc collection. Uh-huh. I got my SNES. Mm-hmm. My goddamn... Uh, leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> my Muzzy tapes. Muzzy I'm tapes. I'm still banging Muzzy tapes. Uh, so, that's where I'm at. You know what fuck I'm gonna do after this? I'm gonna go buy two more goddamn Nanny Daddies. Cause goddamn, bet. this whole goddamn thing has stressed Old me out so ruined. fucking bad. I can't. Even, we probably lost tons of comedic gold because we came we back. Did. We recorded for another goddamn 10, 15 minutes. We lost Man. all that. I don't know if I even introduced the whole Ving Rames is an exorcist thing. Did that come before the? the I'm pretty thing sure broke it down? came before the original okay. meltdown. But then we had all kinds of great stuff in there afterwards. Uh huh. About exorcisms of computers. Uh-huh. We're talking about Ving Rames. Possessed by a demon. He's in the corner right now, thrashing yeah. around. He's thrashing. We can't get him on the mic at the moment, but if we can get him the back The demon here, came back out, uh-huh. re-fucked the computer. Re-fucked the computer. He said, I'm going to get medieval on its ass. And then next thing you know, it jumped down his throat like the goddamn snake demon from Jason Goes to Hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Came out of the computer into his body, sort of a transhumanism sort of thing, like virtuosity or something, but now it's in Ving Rhames. On the plus side, at least the computer didn't take a big enough shit that I had to, like, reboot on this. Uh Uh-huh. I got this goddamn thing in here. This is a 
gigabyte goddamn. goddamn or no sorry 80 gigabyte hard drive that i took out of my aunt's old computer they gave it to me i formatted this one uh-huh. plugged it into this uh-huh. to then reboot the whole system after it shit the bed last time uh-huh. so i've just got this here now is like my fucking like backup i'm like oh if anything goes to shit i'll just plug this fucking piece of shit in there uh-huh. Like Cerebro. I just keep it down there in a goddamn mesh goddamn fucking, mm-hmm. you know, sl- drawer. Anyway, Thing Rame's over here shaking around. Shaking. Shaking his, shaking his clappers. Uh-huh. Thing just... Rame's is shaking his clappers. He's possessed by a demon. Meanwhile, we got roll bounce happening. They're rolling around. Did we talk about sweetness? I think maybe that's yeah, what we spent a yeah, lot of time I think when maybe, we, yeah, when we, we came back that we lost. We were talking about sweetness. Yeah, sweetness, anticlimactic villain, because like you said, it should have been a named a actor. Name actor. Yeah. You said Pharrell. I think that was a no, great... No, I didn't say Pharrell. I thought you said Pharrell maybe could have done it. Well, we were we were talking about how it takes place in Chicago, weirdly, which I didn't even catch on to. Yeah. Um. So, like, I was like, why, why not a Chicago rapper? Like, uh, we talked about Common for a little bit, but I think Common was too old even at the time. Right. Uh, and even if he wasn't too old, I think he just looks old. He's, I mean, even if you throw a fucking afro wig on him, he still looks... He's still gonna look like a grown-ass like, man. smoking aces, you know? He looked like grown-ass man. Era, common, yeah. Um, but if you threw, like, Lupe Fiasco in there, Lupe Fiasco is a little fucking weeaboo. Pharrell, Lupe, yeah. I Pharrell, can't keep them straight. Pharrell, also ageless. Luparell? Luparell, Luparello. I don't know, maybe, but the sweetness guy, it's some fucking no-name scrub. He's fucking sucks. I mean, the guy the guy rolls in, admittedly, he does look cool. Okay? He does look cool. He got cool clothes on. Uh-huh, look like cool, like, Luke Cage from, like, Golden Era fucking Marvels. Absolutely, yeah. Collar popped open, chest cool muscles showing. Uh-huh. Doing cool moves. He's a slick dancer. But, I mean, he's just, this guy, he's nobody. Why do I care? Mr. Nobody. He's Mr. Nobody. You got Nick Cannon in the cast. Why not make Nick Cannon Mr. Sweetness? I believe it. Instead, you got Nick Cannon dressed as Jimi Hendrix giving out roller skates. Yeah, What's which, the whole point of this role? Well, okay, his whole point was to explain to the one dude that he keeps giving him big skates because chicks affiliate big skates with big dicks. Big peckers. And so he's trying to right. like make him look good. Right, in front of the ladies. And I guess this kid just learns how to skate in big skates. Mm-hmm. We never really like, revisit that yeah. scenario. Motherfucker's just rolling around in clown shoes to try and get some pussy. Because he gives him a size 13. He's like, give me a size 15. I think he asked for 17. Yeah, something wild. Like some Shaq shoes. Yeah, those are Shaq's roller Dog, skates. Dog, your booty ain't as big as Shaq's. This you man, ain't got a Shaq butt cheeks. Imagine Shaq rolling around on a roller rink completely <laughs> nude. Butt cheeks. Giant butt cheeks <laughs> flapping in the wind. Nothing cheers <laughs> me up. <laughs> like Shaq's butt cheeks. Shaq's giant butt cheeks. Dude. Shaq, fully nude, gliding across the fucking, the wooden ice of the roller rink. His butt Got cheeks his size seven, his size 17 skates on. Butt cheeks flapping in the wind, a fucking parliament flashlight. This oh. is a fucking atomic dog skating around doing triple axles. These giant butt cheeks shaking. Just Fucking like a, a goddamn fucking, earthquake uh-huh. about to happen. Beautiful. Oh man. You know I think this movie sucks. Why? It's not ATL. It's not ATL. And I saw ATL first, and I love ATL. Uh-huh. I am like this is like a deep impact Armageddon thing for you. Yeah, very much. And it's like I very much ship ATL. I think ATL is like a, actually a very fine movie. Yeah. And the reason is that it hits. Like, it's got the drama. It's got mm. the relationships with friends. Mm. It's got the girl. Like, mm. it hits on all angles. Mm. The the drama of, like, lost parents and, like, having an uncle mm. who, like, it turns out is really just trying to put goddamn cereals on the fucking mm. kitchen uncle table. George. Mm. You know? It, this, is, it is very similar thematically. Like, it is. Because you got the dad in this who's, like, just trying to make ends meet. Yeah, and, and he his, his role, and it's the one scene that I think hits really strong, is his dad is, like... You know, I was so worried about what you all needed that I never thought about who you were. Like, your kids. Like, I wanted to pretend like nothing happened and be mm. tough. But, like, your kids, I can't just ignore that something's wrong. And it's right. that's that's very impactful. I like that scene a lot. But it's one scene in a 100-minute movie. like 112 minutes. Okay, even worse. Yeah, it's very long. Yeah, and I'm just like, come on, man. Like, And not only that, the skating, you, we get introduced sweetness... These motherfuckers doing backflips. Yeah. These dudes are doing fucking backflips and goddamn breakdances 
and all sorts of goddamn like yeah. fucking crazy kung fu on the goddamn skates, and then they medium, just right medium bow wow's team comes in and they just have like a choreographed thing where they all move. They and, just skate good, right? I mean, this was they a don't good, skate impressively. They this, skate good. It reminded me of Blue Crush where I couldn't tell what was good surfing and what wasn't. Well, yeah, where no I'm, idea. I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, this motherfucker is doing break dances in the middle of the floor. That shit you looks know, cool. It's like he's possessed by a demon, Ving Rhames yeah. style. You know, fucking doing crazy, all kinds of spins That and one shit. white boy straight does a backflip right. and lands on his wheels. The racist Asian flight lice guy. Did we talk about this? I don't know if this cut out. I did some awesome racisms. I don't know. Did uh, it? I think it did. Damn. Well, I'm going to do the racism. We again. got introduced to Sweetness's, Sweetness's crew. gang. You got a white dude. Just like a normal goofy ass white dude. Who tries to talk very black, but yeah, is he's not like, good at sister, it. blah, blah, blah. Then there's this Asian guy, and he's like the worst caricature of an Asian guy I've seen in a long time. Where he he basically pulls up and he's like, "Oh goddamn, you know like fly lice." He comes in squinting his, squinting his eyes, eyes don't, going, "Me Chinese, me he's... play joke, me go pee pee in your coke." What's that uh, high school movie? It might just be called High School Movie, the bad comedy satire of all like the high school like love movies. Not another teen about. movie. Yeah, not another teen movie. Remember the Asian dude in that? No, I never saw it. All right, I, I remember seen Chris a... Evans did the parody of the uh, the whipped cream, the yeah. varsity blues, which we covered here. Yes. I, yeah. I've seen on Comedy Central a few times. Uh-huh. There's an Asian dude who's, like, overly Asian. And I think uh-huh. he's making fun of um, Seth Green's character from when can't he gets locked. Can't hardly wait. Yeah, can't hardly wait. Oh, yeah. He gets locked in the bathroom with that kind of, like, hot goth chick. Yeah. And everyone's supposed to think she's ugly. But, like, let's be fair, dude. I'd rail that shit out any day. We found out this in this past mini-sode and now today... That chance is very much so into the big titty goth GFs. One of my favorite uh, subreddits right now. Big titty goth girlfriend. Oh, yeah? Fantastic. Love it. This Jerk off to that shit so, on the reg, dog. Ladies, if you're listening, email us. If you're a big titty goth girl, hey, dude, what email up, man? Us. Let's Pod, go. Podfastpodfurious at AOL.com. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a good date, dude. We get the AOL discs from outside the Walmart. Mm-hmm. They have the 90-day free trial on Should I get those from the Martin's goddamn uh, shopping centers for groceries in West Virginia? Yep, and we just keep plugging them in 90 days. Every 90 yep. days we get more and more AOL, and that's how we stay online. Let me tell you, man. You hit us up. You send me an email. You send me a picture of your big T. Mm-hmm. Go- we'll go- goblin titties. Goblin titties. Shift, shoot me a Shape-shifting bit. goblin titties. <laughs> Send us a pic of your shape-shifting goblin titties to popfastpopfurious at AOL.com. We'll download it on our 56K modem. We'll, It'll take a minute. We'll print it out. And black, I'll, I'll black and white these. inkjet printer. Dave will show me them like he's showing me those goddamn ink dot the photos. The Rorschach like, yeah. test. Yeah, what do you see? He's Rorschaching me. I'm biting on the nub of my pencil. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to pick the best goth titties, mm-hmm. shape-shifting goth titties out of that group. Shape-shifting goblin goth titties. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, mm-hmm. I want that Whoa, goblin. speaking of goblin, here comes Ving Rhames. Oh, this demon is inside me. He's getting medieval on my insides. Oh, get it out of me. Get it. Chance, you got the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Whoa, the are you demon. back, Ving? Oh, God, you got medieval on his ass. Father Caravan's of Lebesis style, like in The Exorcist. Oh, there's another demon coming inside me. Who, who could it be? Hey, y'all. Oh, no, not Chris Kyle. I'm Chris Kyle, the American sniper. No. Hey. The most racist motherfucker we know. I've been bouncing around in the ether, in the in the nether realms, meeting all kinds of ghosts, Muslim ghosts, black ghosts, Chinese ghosts in the afterlife, sniping them all with my angel sniper rifle. And... Finally, I seen a body open up, a demon done come out of it, and I done come inside it. And so now here I am in the body of a good God. You're good in a black man, Lord brother. God Almighty, you don't see too many of these down the plains of Texas. How badly do you wish that that guy could shoot you again at the gun range? I'd, what I'd like to do is learn the bullet curving technique from the biographical film Wanted. Yep. <laughs> and uh, shoot a bullet out, a fifty cal Barrett, a fifty cal sniper rifle round at at 1,000 kilometers per hour and curve the bullet around 180 degrees and send it straight through my own black brain right now. <laughs> Goddamn, Chris. You are the most racist, heinous <laughs> piece of shit I have ever heard That's of. That's right. What kind of movie y'all talking about today? Uh, Not American Sniper, because that movie's a pile sniper. of shit. Y'all didn't talk about the sniper? Have you ever, have I ever told you how That's much right. I hate you? 
That's all right. That Coop fella, he ain't as handsome as me is. Uh, he's hotter than you. What in the hell are you talking he's about? He's made son? out with Lady Gaga's. Well, shit. I didn't want to make out with that meat-wearing freak. <laughs> well, fuck you, you racist <laughs> piece of shit. I seen, I seen Lady Gaga walking down them uh, red carpets, the meat freak. Like the meat freak she is, and I, all I see right there is bait. That's bait. I'm going to drag her out to the woods. Lure me in a ancient black bear. And you're going to masturbate to that. Master, I ain't masturbating to no meat freaks. Yeah, well, I, I bet you do. I like a nice straight-laced Christian conservative woman. I heard that your wife, after you died, mm. she said, Oh, Lord, I'm free. And she ran off and got straight fucking gang-banged by nothing but BBCs. Well, she was a bit of a whore. Jesus Christ, nothing uh, faces I tell you. you, I like that Kate Bosworth lady from Blue Crush. So you like Kate Bosworth? I'm quite a big fan of Kate Bosworth. She's come out in an interview and talked about how heinous of a human you were. Kate Bosworth yep. has. Oh man, that's she a said, real shame. You know, it's a. Re- she said it's a real shame that such a great director like Clint Eastwood would oh, make that's a film right, about is. such a heinous piece of shit like you. Good lord, well, Kate Bos. Well, that's what happens when you get into Hollywood and the liberal leftist loonies start warping your mind. You got an argument for everything, Chris. Scientologist got inside of her head or something like that. I just made all that up. I just wanted you to feel bad, but nothing makes you feel bad. Well, you know, that's called... uh, I've been talking to one of them angel psychologists. They call it deflection. (laughs) I'm learning a little bit. Learning a little bit about myself. Learning to become a positive person. Uh, So you you still hate everything that's not white. That's right. Well, I'm, I'm wiping it out not because they're savages and demons, but I'm wiping it out for an angelic purpose. Okay, I'm, so I'm not doing, to better yourself. I'm doing right. I'm to better the world. I'm doing the Lord's work. Is essentially how I see it. And so coming on this podcast is doing the Lord's work. Is well, well, just because I had to get back into a corporeal form. Corporeal is a word I learned on my word of the day. Yeah, calendar. it means you're Another physical. thing I'm doing to better myself is to learn one word per day. So corporeal. That's your newest word. Corporeal today. And I thought it said corporal at first, and I said, yes, sir. Yeah, I bet you I did. I ripped that thing off, and I said, god damn. Did you feel drop like... to your knees and mm-hmm. pucker your lips? Well, no, I dropped my fingers up to my head, and I saluted the sky. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, it makes me feel like I'm back in the, the deserts of Iraq yet again. How many dicks of corporals have you sucked? How many? God damn, son. What the hell do you think goes on in the Army? We don't suck no dicks. What we do is we find the one woman in a brigade. We take uh-huh. turns raping the shit out of her. <laughs> And then when she complains to a CEO, we cover it up. Okay. That's Man, what a what a time to be alive in the army. And that I can sounds... say all this stuff because I'm an angel now. And nobody's going to doubt the moral certitude of it. So, How do you doubt the moral certitude of an angel? Mm, look well, at me. I look like John Travolta's and Michael. I don't believe in I Michael got... or God. <laughs> you, wait, you don't believe in Michael. It's a real film that exists. It's a John documentary? Tra- John Tra- it's a real document biography documentary that exists. John Travolta's had goddamn angel wings so growing he, out of his own did body. Did he lose his wings when he formed a Scientologies? Now, well, that's John Travolta's in real life. When the liberal leftist loonies got a hold of him after he got done making Michael, one of the most beautiful Christian biographies of all he time. He went Scientological. That Scientologist aliens got inside his head. The liberal leftist loonies turned him into a L. Ron Hubba Bubba have you ever propagandist. Shot, have you ever shot any, uh, uh, fuck, what do they call it? They start with an F, I believe, uh... There's a word for the ghosts of Scientology. Mm. Uh, have you ever killed any of them? Well, ye- well, yeah, absolutely. Up in the nether realm. Yeah, you're up there. You battling. I'm, f- them. I'm fighting demons and ghosts all day. You ever time. taken on Muhammad himself? And I'd like to apologize for earlier saying that we rape those women. What we do is we coerce them into sex. I think that's rape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's still rape. Well, when I file the reports, what we say is coercion. Oh, so in the reports, mm-hmm. in the paperwork, it said coerced. Yeah. If That's... you were to go back and check, there's... But anyway, I'm an angel. It don't matter. So when I die and I can go check on the ripple of time and yeah, go see what happened with this right. woman, I'll see you holding her against her will and she'll be screaming, no, please, I hate you, and you'll be fucking her anyway. Uh, she won't be screaming. That's uh, what we had the duct tape for. Right. And the we usually tape. find like a shipping container or something like that. Or like a, private. a hollowed out tank that's Romantic been and burned private. out by an IED. <laughs> <laughs> ID. Or, uh, you know, or she could be an Iraqi woman, and, you know. Did any then them, nobody knows what the hell she's screaming. She's talking any, in a monkey language. It's true. They can't tell what they're saying. And that's right. 
Did any of them, uh, while you're raping them or coercing them... Coercing them them into sex. Did they ever uh, try and stick a finger up your butt to escape? Hell no! I would not allow... Well, that's why I got a special body armor plate made. Covers the Engraved with the Punisher skull (laughs) right over my butt crack. (laughs) It's a perfect shape for the butthole. Absolutely. The Punisher skull goes right over the butthole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. When they designed it, when... uh, Frank Miller designed the Punisher yep, Frank skull. Miller himself. <laughs> he drew it up for his editor and said, I want it to look exactly in the shape of a butt. How did you feel about when Frank Miller returned to writing yeah. and he wrote about Batman taking down the Taliban during 9-11s? Mm, I agree entirely with You that. think Batman's could have taken down 9-11 mm, terrorists? Batman absolutely could have, especially if it was that, uh, what do you call him, uh, uh, the Ben Affleck fella. Oh, yeah, the Ben Affleck fella? Yeah. He could probably beat him with his he own dick. Beat. You ever seen his dick? No. It's huge. He showed he's got a monster He uh, got a monster uh, hog, dude. Huh? You know who couldn't have done it, though? That liberal leftist loony freak George Clooney. Mm, okay. Looney Clooney is what we call him up here. You don't heaven. think his bat skates could have taken him on? Uh-uh. I don't think he could have taken him on. He's too busy whining and crying about the Sudan or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't kill any Sudanese. So how do you know I didn't? Did you? Well, You're here, let's, I'm asking. let's just say the Barrett 50 cal has a range of over 15 miles when you're as skilled as me, and I would get down to that border. and. Uh, so in heaven, <coughs> do you do you get to watch Netflix? Net, uh, I mean, sure, yeah, it's available. Why? So you saw the first episode of the first season of Punisher where he snipers a man from the border of Texas not all only, the way into Mexico? Not only did I see it, it's the only show I watch. I didn't watch, I didn't see that episode in particular about seven. How do you feel about now. Eminem the rapper? Eminem the rapper? Well, we used to listen to Till I Collapse uh, <laughs> pretty much on repeat. That was like the number one Eminem song. That he got we, very mad at Netflix blast. about canceling the Punisher. Anyway, tell me about this uh, movie that y'all talking about today. Uh, it's called Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. Um, now, is uh-huh. this about uh, the tank treads rolling through the desert of Iraq, no, bouncing this... over top the human skulls of the savages that I've cleared out for the, the convoy? This is, this is not the film Fury, which I okay. think you're mistaken it for. Well, that that was a World War II number. Mm-hmm. I did is... go back into into time I bet through you the Nether Realm. And I got into the body of the Brad Pitt fella that he portrayed in the film. That's why he did so well, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, he had me helping to kill all the crowds. And there. when he raped that woman, that was your coerced Coerced that her woman. into sex, that yeah. French woman. Yep, that was all me. Okay, that makes uh-huh. sense. That's adding up. That's that's coming together. Anyway, uh, tell uh, me more about roll. So the roll bounce is yeah. about um, Fantastic. a group of little black children. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they uh, they roller robbing, skate. Robbing 7-Elevens no, during rob, Hurricane Katrina. They don't rob anything. Running around acting like little They're in freaks. Chicago. Chicago, a war zone. <laughs> yep. The so, modern American war zone. So we've been told. they need What they need to do is uh, declare a state of emergency and send in the National Guard, crack down on these little... What, what do they do in this movie? Well, see, I think you'll like... These looters. The, I think you'll like the plot. Okay, it's, it's about this, a young group of looters. This, this young Negro American. Okay. He, uh, uh, yuck. He gets tired of all of his friends and everyone. Oh, who wouldn't? And he goes, you know what? I'm not going to become a part of this cesspool of society. Raise himself up by his bootstraps. He does. And he God gets damn. a sniper rifle and he goes to what? the top of the tallest tower Sears in Chicago. Tower. Sears Tower. Sears Tower must be. Yep. And he starts killing every white person he can see. What in the fuck kind of goddamn... <laughs> Felt like my wet dream. This sounds like liberal loony leftist propaganda. No, actually, what they do is they rollerblade real well, and they win. A comp- oh. They try to win a competition, and there's like love, and they're talking they're about the loss of a like mother. Speedsters. Oh, he lost his lost mother, mother, this yeah. black mother. So like my children lost their father. Yeah, except you know, like I actually cheered for these kids, and your kids, I cheer for them to not have a dad. Because mm. fuck you. I'm gonna be watching you from up top. I hope you do. When I head back. Because I don't have my Barrett 50 cow down uh, here. You can't bring that and into the I, corporal I, fucking corporeal, claims. Well, I'll, let you, I'll tell you right now. I am trained in CQC. Mm-hmm. But this man's body that I'm inside is not so loose and limber that I'm used to. Ving Rhames' body is not so loose and limber. Nope. He I, is a monster I, of a man. I feel like I'm moving in molasses he right now. He is bigger than you. That's right, he is. He's about seven times my size. Uh-huh. He could crush you like uh-huh. a fucking toothpick. Like a goddamn silverback gorilla. And you believe that? Uh-huh. I be- I, well, I you tell couldn't you. take him, CQC? CQC? 
Could you take on Vader? If I was in my old corporeal form. Yeah, your form old corporeal form. Before I got shot to death uh-huh. by a PTSD afflicted. Which I thank Christ every day comrade for. Comrade of mine. And again. That man's a hero. I will have my crosshairs over your goddamn temple. Good. By the time I get back up into heaven. Post me a fucking Instagram photo with me and a crosshairs in the corner. I don't even know corner. what Instagrams is. I bet you don't, you don't redneck have, son of a bitch. I don't even own a goddamn. Did you ever fuck your cousin? <laughs> Kelly Roll Kyle. Tide? Kelly Kyle. Yeah, Kelly Kyle. Did yeah, you ever fuck her? Oh, you know, she was looking good on that Longhorn Ranch that one day. You know, she changed her name to uh, Tommy Lauren, and uh, Tommy, she's uh, she's Lauren. on goddamn uh, fucking Fox News now. Well, good for her. That's she's, the number one she, channel on uh, she television. She gets wet in her pussy every day for you. Hot damn. Mm-hmm. She has a blow-up doll of you. Hot damn. They make them? She sucks on I it. I bet they better have some money going to my family for them dolls. His dick's pretty mediocre, but she sucks on it. I'll tell you it. what. I had a, a fathead of Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor in my den. The Mark Wahlberg version or like I the do real like, version? I do like that Wahlberger fella. Who doesn't? That's right. When I heard about... Did you, while you were alive, did you ever get to go to Wahlburgers? I did go to Wahlburgers. He invited me as a guest of honor. So no shit. Number one killer in Iraqi history, the devil of Ramadi himself, Mr. Me, Chris Kyles. I said, God damn, bring along the real Marcus Luttrell, lone survivor, the only other soldier in history that I have respect for. So could I pitch you a film idea, Mr. Yeah, Kyle? Yeah, Expendables, me and Marcus Luttrell, the no, lone no, survivor. No, 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 I think you would okay. like this. All right. It's about this sniper. It's about Mark Wahlberger's dealing out street justice to the uh, goddamn the gooks. The Asian men, yeah. Yep, to the damn gooks from zipperheads running around the streets of Dorchester, now Massachusetts. This, this idea follows a young boy uh-huh. lost, okay. alone, in Ooh. a desolate area. Sounds spooky. And he is raised... <laughs> He's he's basically forced to rely on himself to hunt and kill, oh. to feed himself, to give himself sustenance. I, I like it. And as he grows up, his land starts getting peated on mm. by people. What in the goddamn hell? And so he ends up sniping them. He takes them out now in the I desert. Like. Guerrilla warfare. Now that I like. And it turns out... Mm. That he is just a young Iraqi boy taking what? out white hey, imperialism. What, what, in the, what in the goddamn hell are you talking about? White imperialists. Making I, just, us I out, thought that was a good making idea. Making us out to sound like the villains of the story. I think we are. What in the... Crosshairs. Again, I'm, I'm letting them know. I'm sending messages up, doing hand signals up to the angels to put the crosshairs on you. I got the spotters. Could you, by right any now. chance, get... If I could buy It was our divine right to go into Iraq and find the WMDs and wipe out the, the, the brown men. If I could box one person in human history, it would be Jesus Christ himself. Is there any chance you could get Jesus to take on a corporeal form, come down, and just fucking fisticuffs me? Well, I don't believe... Well, I believe... Actually, I say Jesus would probably agree to it, but he would stand there and he would let you throw that punch because that was his famous saying was, uh, turn the other head. Okay, so I get to beat the shit out of one head and then he's going to grow another head and I get to beat the shit out of that as well? Sort of like the mythical Hydra, yeah, perhaps. And another head grows in I don't place know. And... I've never seen anyone wail upon Jesus Christ with their fists. You never tried? Why would I try to fight... You seem the... like you might butt heads with people. There's two men in history that I respect. One, Jesus Christ. Two, Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor. <laughs> But God the Father... God the Father is Jesus Christ. Oh, they're one and the same. God the Father and... Yeah, that shit never sat with me right. the Holy Ghost. So, he fucked his... Holy Ghost, huh? He, so, he fucked... Holy Ghost. Oh, shit. Power of Christ compels you. I'ma get Power of Christ compels you. Ass, Chris Kyle. Get him out. Get him out, man. I'ma get Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Yeah. Ben Rames is back. Oh. Y'all see, that was just like I when I was boxing Tyrese Gibson, mm, baby you boy. You fucked him up. As soon as he started talking about boxing, I knew it was time for me to fight back. Called upon you, baby. Uh-huh, and I got medieval on his racist ass. God dang, Rames, you are a saint. That's right. And I, that's why I'm dressed in all Versace right now. All, all white all Versace. All white cream Versace. God, it looks gorgeous. And it's embroidered with the crucifix. Yep, I see All it. up my arms and down my legs, like pinstripes. But you know, the issue it. maybe is that I think you put your shirt on upside down somehow, because oh, I imagine yeah. the neck hole and the bottom hole are pretty much the same size, and so the cross yeah. is upside down. I That's think that right. may have been inviting the demons. That's right, and my pants are actually um, molded after my good friend Shaq's butt cheeks. 
That's I knew we I had, had seen him somewhere. We found out we was in the locker room. We had the same size, same butt cheeks. cheeks. Yep, that's impressive. And I'm gonna flip my shirt upside down now. And look at uh, that. There you go. You're up. You'll never be possessed again. I ain't never gonna get possessed by a demon unless you were to put a hole in this here Versace. Can't do that. Nah, fuck. And no. then it would open up a vulnerability for the demon to come mm-hmm. inside. Nah, that's holy Versace. The only demon I like is WWF's Kane. He's a good friend. He's of mine. a good demon. All right, I'm going to see y'all later. Hey, thank you, Vang. Y'all call me if you if that American sniper comes back again. Oh, we will. And I'm going to get medieval on his God, ass. I can't wait. I hate that motherfucker. All right, y'all. Fist pound me, brother. Peace. All right. You're a cool white boy. Thanks. Okay, thanks, I'm out well, thanks, thanks, Ving. God damn, man! What an insane turn of events uh, to have Chris Kyle possess yeah. the body of Ving Rhames. Computer got possessed uh-huh. a bunch. Then Ving Rhames right, got possessed, possessed by, by Chris the com- Kyle. The computer demon first. Uh-huh. Then the computer demon vanished. Uh huh. And, and it opened up a hole. A hole in Ving Rhames' corporeal form mm-hmm. that Chris Kyle took. Yeah. Until you mentioned boxing. And it and brought that, him that awakened the the. It awakened the Ving. The slumbering spirit of Ving. You know, I knew that Vin had it in him. Yeah, I mean, that man's got a lot of grit, a lot of heart. If anyone could beat the shit out of the American Sniper himself... It would be Ving fucking Rames. God bless him, man. man. So, all in all, roll Roll balance. What would you you think? What would you... uh, First of all... Yeah. Should Paris Booth have been in it? Oh, are we jumping right to the superlatives? Yeah, I think think we need to get get into that, that ballpark. Right, well, let me let me let me give my my brief recap of the film and what I thought of it. Okay. Sorry, there was so much possession going things, on. I... Things I liked and disliked. Yeah. Okay, things I liked. The slice of life stuff. The, yeah. I mean, like a, like we talked about in Baby Boy, I like this kind of stuff where it's more of a hangout movie. Um, because the coming of age plot is very very predictable. Uh, the stuff that you liked, where he's you know talking to his dad about his uh, dead mom. Yeah. Boo fucking who, your mom died, hey, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that was an amazing Stevie yeah. impression. Me, dog. <laughs> um, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> um, that stuff, it's a little like, they start playing the music where it's like plunking on the piano and it's like we want we're hitting the strings we need you to cry now blah 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 see i think the acting is what sold they that. were they were both good especially shy mcbride yeah um but all, all the coming of age dramatic stuff is very rote and predictable um i didn't like at the end when they dropped the whole team element of the roller skating and they were like it's a draw one-on-one. now you have to go one-on-one against sweetness and it uh, it makes that training montage pointless. Yeah, and it makes it all about the individual effort, and it should be all about these guys team. being buddies. Yeah, that's the fast spirit. ATL. ATL. ATL is I mean, all about the team. The family. That's the fast spirit. Yep. If we're talking about Fast and Furious and the way that these films that we watch in this outer universe connect to the Fast and the Furious and the way they compare and contrast to the Fast and the Furious, well, I like more of an emphasis on familial... Uh, thematic elements and climax. One cannot overcome, but all, all can. can. Collectivism. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Dominic Toretto is a communist. That's all I'm going to say on the man. Hail communism. <laughs> it's coming back, baby. Give me Toretto communism, and mm-hmm. I, I'm there. I'm supporting it. Mm-hmm. I'll rip this goddamn stupid Assassin's Creed American flag off my wall and put up with a goddamn Assassin's Creed communist flag. I don't, I don't feel great about politicians or celebrity politicians or really any of that shit in general, but a Ving, Ving Diesel. Ving Diesel. Vin Diesel with Ving Rames as his running mate. fusion. Ran for president. Boom. Vote automatic. Um, other things I liked. Charlie Murphy and Mike Epps. Amazing. Needed to be in more of this. Yep. They show up. Malcolm D. Lee obviously said, just improvise for like an hour. Just and do we'll you. Just leave like a tenth of it in. They start talking about uh, making Bow Wow sell nickels and dimes on a uh-huh. big wheel while they dressed talk, as Evil Knievel. Talk about how his brain's hanging out of his boxers. Yeah, your little dick and your balls are hanging out. Kimosabi, your balls and nutsack. <laughs> yep. Um, balls and scrotum. Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, Charlie Murphy... Uh, Charlie Murphy talks about having a rockin' bod from doing so much garbage collecting, and then he says if he loses his job, he's gonna have to fuck dudes in the alleyway for a bite of a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. That part just a bite of up. a hamburger. Um, 
I don't know. I found it an enjoyable watch. The, what the, didn't you like? The soundtrack was good. Uh, like I said, didn't like the sweetness casting. Should have been a name actor. Uh, didn't like the 1v1 finale. It, it goes on too long. Most of the movie goes on too long. You know, cut like 20 minutes out of this. Have it. Have the last battle be a team battle. Yeah. And do it the style that they did where it was... Um, Bow Wow and Sweetness going back and forth, but have yeah. the teams going back and forth, and then maybe have Bow Wow try and them like, kind of maybe in the middle, right? You and can then, still have them be like the centerpiece, but with the team kind of around them, right? And that would that would I think would alleviate some of the questions we had, where it was like I can't, I can't tell if this is good rollerblading or not. Where it's yeah. like if they're doing one on one and trying to one up each other, okay, that that works, and then you can get the crowd into a blah 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 blah. Like and I said, dudes are doing backflips. Here's what I'm saying: maybe have Bow Wow try and like go above and beyond and he fails and he crashes like he does in the one-on-one thing at the end but it's like because you strived outside of your team and you didn't have your boys to back you up it fell apart right i don't know because i think that would that'd be cool because the whole movie is about uh family supporting family and then they're all they're all a part of this community together and they're standing for their community right and like shy mcbride has to learn to like take interest in his kids' interest and yeah. help lift him up. and Yeah. You know I'm with I mean? you. No, I, I agree. I think those are all good points. Hmm. Um, I still think that this movie is lackluster. What didn't you like about it specifically? Just It felt... It felt like a jumbled mess. It felt like there was... No real structure, that it was a bunch of things strung together. Very shapeless. Yeah, Yeah, that it... I get the story they're trying to tell, but Uh they never quite hit the mark. And Malcolm D. Lee, as like a visual stylist, doesn't have any sort of... There's no flair. Yeah. Like, Uh, again... Not even just flair, not even like a consistent visual language or anything. We get 70s, like, picture-in-picture shit, like, at the very very end. end. When that would have been great for the montage, when they were training, like... um. I don't know, and I, I and I think I am biased. Like, being such a huge ATL yeah. fan, I think that that movie has style. I think that that movie has structure. I think that it is a solid 90-minute cohesive film that tells me a story that I want to see. And this... I was surprised to see that this came out a year before ATL because I would have thought that this came out after ATL. Mm-hmm. Um, because it feels like it's trying to copycat it and not doing as well. And it just turns out, I guess, ATL copycatted this and was like, oh, I see where you fucked up. Let me fix this. Yeah, let me fix this for you, honey. And and should have Powers Booth have been in this movie? Yeah, absolutely. Who should he have played? I think he should have been uh, the, the, the fake, uh, the, the fucking the DJ guy in blackface. <laughs> Wayne Brady's role? Yeah, he should have been Wayne Brady been in blackface. In blackface with a giant afro wig on, slapping uh-huh. on a woman's fat butt. Big cigar, yep, slapping big cigar. black booty. I was thinking either that or that. I like Shy, I love Shy McBride. Shy McBride's amazing. But that's a Powers Booth role right there. It is. Like Could have given the power. Figure, yeah. But no, I like McBride a lot. He's he's such a fucking funny actor. He's one of the best. Like he's very, he carries he's warm, the scenes. He's got he's like in. this sarcastic bent to him that I like. Yeah, I love him in Undercover Brother. Uh, he's really funny in um, the Brother Solomon. Yes, yes, yes. That oh yeah, my god, underrated comedy right there. Brother Solomon is, is super funny. Connor introduced me to that back in like. 12th grade yeah he was like you gotta see this he like stole it from blockbuster and then gave it to me and i remember watching and like pissing myself laughing it's fucking will forte will arnett directed by bob odenkirk it's fucking hilarious um, malin ackerman's up in this piece yeah, remember he did that and then he did let's go to prison afterwards, yeah i think which is another will arnett and shy mcbride's in that too yeah the one line i remember from that is from the uh uh, the trailer, Shy McBride goes, would you like some Merlot? And then <laughs> Will Arnett Simpson, he goes, I made it in the toilet. toilet. <laughs> Love Shy McBride. Shy McBride is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. Uh, we can't replace him. If Booth's anybody, yeah, yeah make him the DJ. Wayne Brady, there's really, blackface. There's like two white characters in the movie. There's uh, Sweetness's buddy, and then there's the car dealer guy. 
He would have been an amazing car dealer. Yeah, this car dealer is like they were wondering where Shy McBride's cool car was, and he was like, "Oh, it's just in the shop." And then one day they see it at this car dealership. This guy comes up and he's like, "Oh, this is Mr. Smith's your dad? Yeah. Oh, he's he made a great car. salesman." Tell him, tell him the job's still open if he wants it. Okay, gotta go. I smell money, <laughs> dude. You mean I smell money? I smell money. Big cigar. Oh. Just a booth cameo. Yep. Let's, yep. That's all it needed. It. Dial it up. That's the role yep. right there. Booth in heaven. <laughs> Dial it up to Chris Kyle's spotters and then have them forward it to yeah. Kyle's Booth's agent up there. You said the message, not me. Chris Kyle really yeah. hated me. Yeah, he. I could hear it from because I got pushed to the side. Yeah. Was, you know. He came in, he took the microphone. Well, you had Ving Rhames' corporeal form, which is huge. Yeah, that takes up a lot of space. The, the brusque spirit and aura of Chris Kyle. If you would have stepped into that aura, you may have gone racist yourself. Right. And everybody knows, listen to this, that I'm 100% the least racist person yeah. in the room. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't argue it. Uh, who is the hottest person in this movie? Megan Good. Megan Good. Yeah. I, Although I am torn because, it, here's the thing. Tori. Journey is, Smollett? Yeah, is gorgeous in mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights. She looks very young in this. Yeah. So I feel she very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Megan Good oh, there's is like thing. 28 there's years There's another old. thing I didn't like. So Journey Smollett has like the naughty to the hottie transformation. Yes. The ugly duckling thing. Didn't like that. D- it didn't work. Hated that. It was, you could have kept her braces on, had her dress nice, right. and have it overshadow her braces for the kid. I I mean, even that, it's like, oh, so because I dress down, like, I'm less worthy of your affection? Uh, yeah, okay, like, let's uh, not lie. There's a lot of misogyny in that whole thing. Yeah. But if you were going to do it, did you have to make her go, like, full ugly duckling right. to Swan? Like, And even the transformation, I was like, I mean, she doesn't look that much different. No, she's she... Still, she's a pretty girl. Yeah. She's got cool curly hair. Yeah. She's a mocha she skin. She has an awesome nice. accent. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure, because it's the same accent she uses in Friday Night Lights, I'm pretty ah. sure that's just, like, her accent. Ah. The Very similar to uh, Bama Boy. Bama Boy. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, you know. Who do you think was the hottest? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I like Megan Good. I gotta Dude. stick with Megan Good. Did you ever see, uh, fucking Waist Deep? A long time ago. The game has big meat. Yep, that booty. Tyrese. That booty popping. Don't worry, we'll watch it at some point for this podcast. Yeah, Tyrese. We gotta watch Waist yeah. Deep. I saw that shit in theaters. I feel like we had a bit that probably got cut out when the computer crashed again about Lucas Black, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, we were doing some good Bama Boy accents. Yeah. Oh, well. Fuck Lost ass. to the sands of time. Gorilla nips, baby. Yeah, gorilla baby. Uh, out of six Coronas, how many would you give to Roll Bounce? You did not like two. It. Two. I'll go three. You're going three with it. I'm not going higher than three. I, I think would, it's respectable. I would not go higher than three. That's like you said, it's palatable. That's where's that's Nikki's word. She introduced that to our glossary. Yeah, that's yeah. And it's not like I didn't know the word palatable, but I've never really applied it to a, to film, a film before. A, more to food. Yeah, but I this think palates. I, I think. think this film was palatable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's watchable. Um. I wasn't ever like so like oh god turn this shit off. Yeah no there's some there's some funny moments I I especially laughed at Mike Epps and Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Charlie Murphy rest in peace God rest his soul. He just had one of those faces and one of those like devilish grins where every time he smiles I started laughing. Everything like, he said yeah yeah like every single thing I don't know he's one of those guys who could spin dog shit into gold. Yeah Charlie Murphy is one of the funniest motherfuckers of all time. I agree. Uh, pour out some liquor. Shout out Charlie. Uh, go kick Chris Kyle's ass in heaven, Charlie. Fuck him up, Fuck Charlie. Fuck him up, Charlie. Uh, I like the roller skating stuff. I mean, like I said, I couldn't tell what was good and what was not, but I do like seeing guys break dance and do backflips and spin around. I do enjoy good some, some good yeah, rollerblading I like the disco shit. balls. I like the cool lights. There's some cool shots at the end of Bow Wow, like when he's about to do his big dramatic stuff, and it's like, like this push-in mm-hmm. with some cool like bouquet in the background. This and ATL, like, I could watch either of these, and they make me just want to, like, go to, like, the ice rink. Because I can ice skate. I forgot to ask you, because we're already running long, but I forgot to ask you earlier if you had ever been to the roller rink in Braddock Heights. No, I didn't know. You never went to that. Yeah. Uh, I always went to the ice rink, because right. I played hockey, like, back when, like, middle school. Uh, that was That's the one off of 26? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Skate Frederick, whatever. Yep. I've only been there one time, and I, I was already ice skating the Dude, first time. Dude, every Friday, they used to have, like, a fucking skate night for, uh-huh. like, teens and shit. Yo, me and my boy, Ryan Gwen, rest in peace, homie. Yo, we used to go up there, and we used to fucking 
rack up mad booty. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That was the shit. Oh, yeah? Getting some ass. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo, because we could skate backwards. Ah. And so we'd just be fucking, like, frisky going around backwards, man. Talking to girls, like, while we're going backwards. Oh, dude. The roller skate rink uh, got burned down by two arsonists. Yeah. I yeah, that. I I vaguely because it happened when I was a child, so I don't really really remember being there, but I do remember going like with my cousins. We'd skate around. Um, that was the four wheel roller yeah, blades. Yeah, yeah, roller skates, like roll bounce style. Yeah, roller but, skates is four wheels. The roller blades are the four wheels, but they're in a line. Yeah. Okay. I used to roller blade with my cousins, and we would play quote unquote hockey with the little ball. Yeah. We would be, just check each, each other. other. That's yeah. it. We didn't actually play hockey. See, my Friday nights were either. Ice rink up on twenty six, right? Or Westworld, the oh, laser baby. tag, laser tag. Mm. Where we, I stopped going because Michael King and I went one night just by ourselves instead of in our group. Uh-huh. And Michael King and I got in a fight with this dude, and this dude was trying to choke Michael, and I just came up and I fucking pistol whipped him with oh, the yeah. laser tag Cracked gun. Him open. And then we went and hid in the bushes, and my grandma <laughs> came and picked us up. <laughs> R.I.P. Mimi. R.I.P. A lot of shout outs to heaven. A lot of shout outs to heaven, man. Yeah. yeah. God is Mimi. Chris Kyle's ass, well, y'all. Mimi and Charlie Murphy teaming up in heaven <laughs> to beat the shit out 3D of 3D'em. <laughs> 3D'em through the table. <laughs> I was going to say, I found an old article from the local newspaper about the two guys who arsonized the uh, roller rink. They burned it down. I looked him up on Facebook. One of the guys, whatever, living a normal life. The other guy got bit by a black widow spider. It died? No. He oh, man. Get, like his skin like surgically grafted off and he had like this huge nasty oh. area of like pink meat and then he had to they had to remove skin from his leg or something and put it there this was all on his facebook and i could just look it up i wasn't friends with him or anything it was all public like he's, he's hey go- i got bit by a blood karma bit him hard he's going venom now yeah, he's going venom his fucking whole arm went venom rejected his body karma in the form of a black widow hey, man. hey anyway. sometimes fucking nature will get you bitch Next week, Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious! Dick, 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 dick. dick. So yeah, only two movies between Too Fast and Tokyo Drift, but uh, what are you going to do? I think we only have two between three and four as well. Uh, Yeah, we'll do a Vin catch-up and a Paul catch-up. Man, oh, part. Uh, maybe Man. a Jordana, I think. Yeah, oh, that'd be, yeah, there's some think, Jordana we could split in there. Yeah, what I was thinking was Man Apart for Vin, Running Scared for Paul Walker, and then maybe Debs for Jordana, because I have that on DVD. I've never even heard of that. It's got Jordana and Devin Aoki in it. Oh, I am so in. I feel like that's got to be a watch. Fuck yeah. Um, I'll deb it up. Yeah, and then we'll do four, and then between four and five, we can do whatever. I mean, we're introducing everybody back in. I think one of the world have, is our oyster. One of them we point. have to do is uh, Bullet in the Head, Sylvester Stallone, Sung Kang, and Jason Momoa. Oh, I'm in. Directed by Walter Hill. Oh, I'm in. And uh, Sylvester Stallone has an axe fight with nope. Momoa. Walter Hill did the uh, the Powers Booth. Uh, Southern Comfort. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Forty eight hours. I'm fucking the Warriors. In. I'm in. Yeah. So I think we should definitely watch that between four and five. Maybe do a Tyrese. Maybe do a Legion with Tyrese and Lucas Black. Any other? Oh, Luda. We L- could fit we, in yeah, that, that Luda, Luda dog movie. Oh, you want to do that one? Yeah, we okay. could fit that in. We'll do the Luda talking dog movie then. Yeah. All right, we'll do some fun stuff. And maybe a rock. Oh, got... oh, oh. Rundown. Yep. Yeah. We could, yeah. Maybe between five and six we'll do rundown. Okay. Because we, we do have to squeeze some stuff in so that we can get them all done before Hobbs and Shaw. But yeah, uh, but try and line it up with Hobbs and Joe yeah, as well. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, yeah we got obviously. some space to make. Whoa, it's almost one a.m. I still uh, haven't eaten dinner. I had some snacks. That was it. I'm gonna go get more beers. I'm gonna go to Sheets and maybe get a appetizer. Platter. My goddamn eye people canceled my appointment tomorrow, so I'm just gonna get drunk Nothing and sleep until noon. Goddamn, that's what I did today. I woke up at noon. Feels good. Let Remo out, and then I went back to bed for another couple of hours. Hell yeah! All right, well. That's been Podfast and Pod Furious. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. Unless you guys have something to say to us through the computer right now, like a demon, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Salute. Me for me.